The following podcast is hosted by two marriage and family therapists. All names, places, and distinguishing factors have been altered to protect the identity of clients, family members, and friends involved, although their practices, degrees, and experiences are real. Brutal honesty, adult language, limited filters, controversy, and poorly educated political opinions will be portrayed. This podcast is not suitable for children, the faint of heart, religious nuts, or self-righteous assholes. Thoughts Off the Couch is not meant to replace actual therapy. If you need serious help, please contact a professional immediately. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Thoughts Off the Couch. In the next cliche 50-minute hour, Dr. Lola and Dr. Love discuss the innermost details of professional therapy, from basic knowledge about life to the topics that may be too raw to discuss with your friends. We take away the rules. We invite each other to be open and honest about our experiences, and we give away all the insight and perspective you would be paying hundreds of dollars in hopes of achieving from other professionals in our field. Open your ears, open your mind, close your wallets, and allow us to guide you to making better decisions that will ultimately improve your life. Allow us to perform the therapy so you don't have to. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Lola and Dr. Love. All right, cool. We have a guest with us today, our friend Tessa who it's interesting because she has a degree in both counseling and school counseling and out of both of those chose to become a school counselor instead of a therapist. So now I'm very interested to see what her opinions are. Hi, Tessa. Hi. Thanks for being with us. Thanks for having me. Tell us first, do you think therapy works? Um, I think therapy can work. I think it depends on a lot of factors. Um, Like what? Elaborate. I think it can depend on the client. Um, I focus more on kids, so I think it can depend on the family, and I think it can depend on the therapist. That is so true. We didn't even touch on that. Yeah, I was nodding my head. Helping (laughs) the kids, and the parents are screwing them up, and they keep bringing them back. And we can't undo what the parents are Uh doing. Or if the parent, one parent believes in therapy and one parent doesn't, then it can make it more challenging to get, to have success with the kid. Or just going scientific, you know, your frontal lobe doesn't fully develop till you're 25. And you look at the emotional maturity of kids, they're just, it's a different Mm -hmm. style of therapy 100%. It's almost harder, I feel like. So props to you for going out there and working mainly with kids. It's difficult. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, but that is true. Parents and family dynamics that get in the way. They do say that the person in therapy is the healthiest person in your family. Wow. Yeah, because they're the one getting... Actively seeking help. And they're usually the one scapegoated and Mm -hmm. the one who's Mm -hmm. usually forced into trying to do it. And then you're having to help them cope with all the crazy that's going on. Or they're the ones that can recognize, like, this is not okay or not normal or healthy. Right. And then they get the validation. So that's true. Therapy can work. Have you been in therapy? I have. Um, I had a couple different therapists. I don't know if you guys have talked about it, but you actually have to go to therapy to be a counselor or a school counselor. Mm-hmm. You have to go to therapy to be a school counselor? Mm-hmm. It's I didn't a part know of that. Well, I don't know if you have to. My program I had to because I did both. But um, my program, it was a requirement to go for at least a certain number of sessions, even for school counseling. 
Um, it's a limited number of sessions, but um, they are requiring you to do it so that you identify things that will come up for you so that it doesn't get projected onto right. the Right, like that the whole with. getting your own shit together yeah. before you try to help other mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. Do you know how many sessions you had to go for? Rough guess. It was a while ago. I think it might have been eight. Oh a minimum God. of that's eight nothing. sessions. I know, it's, it's it's nothing. Did you only go for eight? No. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I went for more. I feel like I had to do like a hundred. Well, so for the school counseling side, it... For both sides, it was a minimum, I think, of eight. But on the school counseling side, but then on the, the MFT side, you get to, like, triple your hours. So Oh, that's why I did 100. That's why you did 100, because you could do 100 hours, and it would count for 300 hours. Right. Demonstrating, again, the importance of going to therapy right. to be a therapist. And to and clarify, you're talking about license, hours towards licensing. Yes. Uh, well, towards your degree. Right. Which could then be translated into licensing. Right. Correct. Right. And I paid cash for all those. Damn. I did didn't too. Even have, I didn't even yeah. use insurance. Wow. Yeah. That was a hundred and something dollars a week. Well, hundred dollars. Sh- my therapist had discounted graduate student rates. So yeah, I went was. to one that was like $40 a session and then the next, but I actually didn't like that therapist. And then I switched to a different one and that was like $75 a session or something. Something like that. It was a lot. Did you get stuff out of therapy? Did it help you? Yeah. The first person didn't help me, and I didn't feel that comfortable, and it just kind of felt like a waste of time. Did you get out really fast? Did you know it wasn't Um, helping you? Well, it's it's weird, and I think even just going through the the process of seeing a therapist is very enlightening when you become a therapist because you can experience what it feels like to go through that and identify what you like and what you don't like. That's true. So I actually think going to a therapist first that I didn't like was actually ended up being a good thing because it kind of taught me things I didn't want to do. Hmm. Um, so I went to that therapist maybe three or four times because I didn't know, is this just how therapy works? Like, right. is it yeah. this bad with all of them? Or, oh, she's not that bad. I tend to try to see, like, the good in all the people. So you were helping them. You were making them feel better. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I was I was thinking, no, I wasn't making them feel better. I like, just I felt like. I hurt their feelings. Right. Well, maybe it's just me and they're doing the right thing or something like right. that. But then I didn't think that was the case, so I switched to somebody else. And that was a good decision because that person, I felt like, responded a lot better to me that's good mm-hmm. that is good do you think we need more therapists in our mm-hmm. world or do we need to do something to make our world better to not have as many therapists oh that's a big question um i know there are a lot of therapists out there but i think the increasing... how many of those do you think are good mm-hmm. yeah that's a bigger question um, <laughs> <laughs> i don't know because i don't know them all but i do know that there's a lot of stories of a lot of therapists who are maybe n- not great and there's nowhere to report them like you just like, not unless just it's get like to... a significant and severe situation but they're not always that significant or severe um there's a lot of therapists and i don't know how many of them are actually good or useful or helpful um i think there's like a massive upswing of mental health concerns and I don't know that just having more therapists is necessarily the answer but I think more involvement of therapists or um I just think that this is an issue that is on the rise and 
somehow as a society we're going to have to start dealing with it because but now you're a school counselor right correct. now so do you think that like mental health should be integrated into education um i think that depends on how it's done i think it needs to be integrated into society and whether school is the vehicle to do that potentially um i might be a little bit jaded on on how some of the school stuff works but we just don't have funding for that Mm. so i don't unless there's some overhaul so we don't have funding to put different classes or skill building things into schools Mm -hmm. like i just saw a really good video where instead of mandating elementary school kids to detention they put them in mindfulness mm-hmm. classes mm-hmm. with yoga and things yes, like that. Yes, that has had a lot of positive. Right, that yeah. takes no additional funding. But there's a shift of, are you going to punish kids for their behavior? Correct. Or are you going to rehabilitate and Correct. teach kids with their behavior? Correct. So, but, like, so there's no funding to put it into schools. So the burden then falls on the families and the people to go in and pay like 150 to $200 a week right. to get fixed right. so that you can function in school. So I think it's twofold because I think that not every family is having the same dire need. I think there are some families that kids are taught these skills growing up and it comes from the family unit, but there's a lot of families where that's not the case. So I think it should be in the school setting if there was a massive resources and funding for it um it should be but i'm kind of a jaded realist and i don't know if i foresee that a realist for like the politics of school politics and the funding and that stuff i think it could go in the school and i think it could be very successful in the school like you have a period of the day or you have um units that cover things like Mm -hmm. that um, I mean, at our school, we have tried to implement a few things like that, but just the scope of issues and the scope of our job, it can be difficult to implement that on a full scale. Well, that's the frustrating part is that you, you talk about budget and you're not in control of that, of course, but the government is and they go spend money on anything and everything, but they can't somehow cut spending on some stupid program that doesn't work to throw it into such a big need because in, 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 the, in the news lately, oh, there's been so many shootings, and, and that's been a focus lately. And it's like the first thing that someone says after a shooting is, if you would have gotten help, if you would have gotten mental health treatment. They always go to that, but yet the government can't pull out. Or if you didn't have a gun, that would also be helpful. But that's yeah. different. That's, yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> different that's subject for a different <laughs> time. <laughs> but it's funny that we can't. But the but rest of the money. students, though, that are terrified to go to school. That's part of my thing, though, is I don't think it's just as a school employee. I think that's a lot to put on just a school. I think it's an entire societal I change. I agree with you. So from the government recognizing it and funding supports for it. So there's programs, whether that's substance abuse. I mean, that's not a school thing, but... You know, but it's a huge issue. A huge, I mean, the mental health thing, it can't just, I mean, it absolutely should be in the school in a perfect world, but it can't just be in the school. It has to be an entire well, society. Yes, but if you go with, like, Malala, yes. she's changing her country by educating girls. Yes. That is what she risked her life for yes. because education is the key to raising different generations. So to change society, we have to start somewhere, and I would say mental health, in the schools around more of these 
concepts would lead to less mental health issues in society. I don't disagree with you, but I think it's a catch-22 because how do you get the mental health into the schools is through politicians. Well, I think we're getting really close after all of the recent school shooting and the angry students and the kids that are just going to I hope so because it is important. Yes. It's very important. I think there's going to be – I think the students are going to start trying to – I feel like that be might different. be the only way we might actually see some sort of change. You know, yes. I'm not trying to get all political, but I think didn't Trump say like he was going to implement some sort of armed police officer in every school, and that was going to pay money for that, but not right. for mental exactly. Health. He can create that, right? Paid Which is armed. a reactionary response to a problem, not a proactive uh-huh. response to a problem, right? Yes, but, but sometimes you have to have a reaction response to make things proactive eventually because it's like that thing that everyone always says and it's stupid to hear but sometimes unless something happens then no one's ever going to do something about it and that's kind of what happens i mean it's sad but it's it's we're we're actually kind of past that point well how many more school shootings is it going to take that's what i'm saying we're past that point we've already had so many school shootings but but the problem is it's not you know we're not even reactionary I, there's no certain people that, like, you know, I don't know. There's just a whole extra thing that goes into it where you have, if you think about it, you have, no one wants to be on the same page. In various cities, you have various uh, different people that are in charge. So one person's opinion is like, okay, that sounds great. And then you have another person that, oh, that's not going to happen here. And I'm not going to uh, allot that kind of a budget. And I feel like no one ever wants to be on the same page. And then all of a sudden when something happens, no one wants to be blamed for it. So Right. And I feel like that also can contribute to mental health. And everyone goes, oh, well, why are we going to invest money in that? They're a lost cause. It's, it's pointless. Because Until there's an believe. issue. I know, but I don't feel like the government even really puts a lot of credibility in mental health. I don't think That's they true. do. Because I don't think people think therapy works. Look what they do with the soldiers coming back from war. They, you know, just give them some pills and just send them on their merry but way. But see, that's even part of it to me, too, as a society. How can we send people off to war and then not support them when they mm-hmm. come back mentally? There is a huge crisis That's so sad. Health. That feels wrong. That so, we have them fight for our country and then, oh, here's some pills for your PTSD. You saw horrific things. Sorry. Oh, I, how are you going to get a job? I'm not really sure, but I, take some pills. I feel like that should start at the beginning when, they, when they're when they getting in the process of joining, when they're going through basic training. Maybe they have that mental health side and they're talking about... screening. A, a screening is people... I don't know. I don't know if a screening necessarily I don't works know if because that they have screenings for, in law enforcement all mm-hmm. the time and look at all those bad apples that pop out at the very end. So I think I think maybe a reinforcement while they're going through training and going, hey, talk to someone, you know, how is your reality, you know, going on? You know, you realize you're going to go to war. Is this something that has affected you yet? You know, they should start at the very beginning and not, you know, um, wait, know, wait for something problem. big to happen and to go, oh, okay, well, let's get but this See, I fixed. don't feel like people put enough because one, the things about mental health take away from a productive consumer society. Yeah. It changes the whole belief system and value system of how we operate. And mainly American, because other countries have now shown that they are much, much happier. Everyone is way more well-adjusted, and they have a lot of different programs and stuff going on than we do. Yes. So I think there is a lot of resistance. But then, again, you have this need, and then out of this need, we get to go in and charge people $200 an hour. Doesn't that seem ridiculous mm-hmm. to anyone? Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like the saying, uh, America, everyone goes, oh, it's free to be here. You know, it's a great country to be a part. But, you know, 
the rich keep getting richer, and that's just... We cater to the elite. Yep. So if you can't pay $200 an hour, you have to see the ugly therapist. <laughs> or <laughs> you're calling a clinic, and I have students that it mm-hmm. takes a long time. They're on waiting lists. Mm-hmm. For two months, at least. Especially because yeah. right now the need is so great. I have, I have a lot of students that, whether it's private or like a mm-hmm. clinic, they are calling and calling because even the private... And that's why we end up having to charge so much because we only can work. Like, we can't work a 40-hour week. We would lose Mm -hmm. our minds and we have our own PTSD. So I even work on the high end of 30 to 32 people a week. That is a high end for a therapist. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then you have, like, doctor. If you think about a doctor, a doctor sees, like, four clients in an hour, but that's because he's checking in on them for 15 minutes, prescribing and leaving. Mm -hmm. you got a therapist who's sitting here for... A 50 minutes to an hour with someone and it takes an investment of time and energy and a lot of energy because you're not talking about yourself ever you're focusing on the other person the entire mm-hmm. well hour. and the amount of effort to be with that person and engage with that person really and reflecting in. and attuning to that person because mm-hmm. I mean we aren't doing therapy at a school but when we have students come in we are still engaging with them in that type of manner it's yeah. a lot so I don't agree that it should be so expensive because it shouldn't be an elitist thing. I think this should be something that is available. But I And I think we need to get rid of a lot of bad therapists. Well, that too. Because we shouldn't be causing harm in our field at all. Well, that would not be the goal, no. No, but that's what happens. People have stayed with therapists for way longer than they should mm-hmm. before they find a good therapist and actually mm-hmm. have things. Things aren't changing after, like, month two. Like, by six weeks, if you're not feeling and doing things different or thinking different, you should not see that therapist. Even if it's me. If you're seeing me and you're hearing this and I'm not helping you, don't see me. Well, people are afraid to change. Mm -hmm. So they come in and they they have to put forth that effort to, oh, I'm going to go and see a therapist and try to change. And then they're like, well, I have this therapist even though I feel like it's not the greatest for me. I'm going to stick with this therapist because I don't want to change to another therapist and retell my story. Yes. Because it's hard to start it all over. Uh-huh. But the goal is to get better so that we can make the world better. Right. It's all connected. Right. Yeah, and I'm not saying that's a good reason to stay with someone. You shouldn't. It's just the way that a lot of humans think. So They're afraid of change. So if we were going to sum up our pieces, what would we say? Does therapy work? What do you think, Tessa? It can. Mm-hmm. Based on <laughs> therapy can work. Based if, on the therapeutic relationship between the client and the therapist and if the family is heavily involved which they usually are so people should seek therapy they i think should they put should put some faith in it i think they should put some faith in in it but maybe there should be some safeguards so that families know if for example you've been seeing someone look for this this and this i always tell students like if you go to a therapist and you don't feel this you don't feel comfortable you're not vibing with that person, then it's okay to say no and right. find somebody else. So maybe there needs to be more mm-hmm. education on how to find the right fit. That is a great point. That doesn't even exist. Mm-mm. No. I mean, I tell my students when we're talking about, okay, I know you're mm-hmm. going to have anxiety. It's going to be okay. They're going to talk to you. Hopefully they make you feel comfortable. But if right. you don't feel like this is going to be a good fit for you, then you need to let your parents That's know. That's a really good point. I've never heard of someone saying, look at these things. If they aren't working, then you know that therapist is not right for you. Like, here's a criteria. Right. Nobody ever does that. Because, again, they just go online and they're just like, you look nice. Yeah. I think I can trust you. Well, I tell students that. And That's I say great. it's not a personal thing. And it's you're not going to hurt the therapist's feelings. It's 
Even if they do, that's yeah, our well, I'm gonna job. tell the kids that yeah, because fine. I don't want the kids to feel that way. But that's our job. Nobody's taking care. Exactly. Of us. But I mean, I always say that. I don't know if other school counselors do, but I I think at my school site we're pretty attuned to the mental health thing, so we all kind of have those kinds of conversations. I don't know if other school counselors do that though. That's a really good point. We're gonna work on that. We should go to schools and talk to them about mm-hmm. that. We're gonna educate people. I think that's a good goal to have. Mm-hmm. Education is good. We'll start here on the podcast and go from there. Based on what you've heard, does that influence your opinion that therapy works? No. <laughs> All right. It does not work. <laughs> Wonderful. Great. It was quick and easy. <laughs> <laughs> Has Maverick, did he go to therapy? Yeah. I yeah. did, yeah. Did, um... You felt like it was, you felt like the, you were just a paycheck. Um, yeah. You were just a paycheck to the, to the therapist. Yeah, it's hard to relate to people that are, like, Older, you know. You probably picked people that were too good looking for you. Yeah. No, you're old, you know, the old like men that have like were very knowledgeable. It's just hard to talk to them, and you know, I just always felt like maybe they were, do- you know, just not paying attention. So that's what I think. Maybe you need to find the thirsty therapist who wants to work real hard. Nah. <laughs> thirsty <laughs> therapist. <laughs> 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 What do you think? My supervisors back in the day would always tell me, never work harder than your client. So it's hard to find those those thirsty thirsty therapists. That's a good advice, but it's also very hard. Yeah. Even in school counseling, sometimes I tell the students, I'm like, I am working harder than you are for you to pass your class. Right. But that shows caring, Mm -hmm. and sometimes that matters more than the class. (laughs) True. True. So what do you think, Dr. Love? Does therapy work? I'm going to give an ambiguous answer because uh, therapy did not work for myself. Um, I've had a go at four therapists, I think, and one of them was decent, but I think the therapy, the therapeutic journey doesn't, I don't know. Uh, I feel like some people have a different mind, work in a different way, and, and therapy doesn't exactly help them because they were, uh, what I felt like in my, I keep rambling here, but I keep, what I felt like in my own therapy was that I knew what the therapist was going to say before they even asked me it. Yes. So how is that going to help me? Because I was, I don't know, I already thought of it. They weren't bringing anything new to the table. But for, you know, I have a psychology background. Everyone here does at the table besides Maverick. Um, <laughs> so so we're, we're trained to kind of think that way. So I think I'm a little bit different. We're all a little bit different than the average person. But, yes, I'd say for other people, I mean, my clients keep coming back week after week and paying X amount of money. Everyone pays different, but X amount of money over and over and Can over you again. you see them getting happier better yeah i see them changing the way they live there's some clients that don't want to go through the change you got to talk to them about that but yeah i'd say overall there's a change there's a difference um in their life and i i, I can physically view it by the way by mm-hmm. just hearing by checking in with them every week and hearing about how they're going about things differently now so yeah i think it does work but it depends the person depends the therapist depends the client i'm gonna say the same thing i'm gonna say therapy probably works I'm going to say actually more because I'm going back to the political side that if therapy is not working, we need to fix it because therapy needs to work. And whatever is not working, we need to make that better because we're going into a crisis mode. And some of these skills are going to be the only way for us to get out of it. And every therapist is trained completely different. Each school and each time schools hire new teachers, are going to go through a different training with with their with their trainees with people going through school to become a therapist. So, 
if a therapist isn't working for you like we discussed earlier go find a different one that one had some sort of training that just, just doesn't fit with you just keep looking yeah find another hot therapist yes there's a lot of good looking people in our area <laughs> but also try the ugly ones yeah they <laughs> they obviously have something to contribute as well right. they graduated too yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh shit